1: You are here for this return episode uh some people say back from the dead we're just back. we never died, but we're glad you're here at the church leadership podcast. We are all about encouraging equipping leaders in the local church to be disciples that make disciples, and so uh, we're glad you're here for this conversation and Andy, uh I will say welcome back to you too,
0: Mark. It is great to be back uh we are what people would say we have been on a break. We have been, Uh, we're on a break. Yeah, so uh, it's been a good break. It's There's been a lot happening. We thought maybe we would take this episode to take just a few minutes and share some life updates and uh, let everybody know what's going on with us. Uh, Been some major life updates for my family and for me. Uh, We want to share some of those. But first, Mark, I'd like to hear what's going on with you. What's going on with the Ganey family? Yeah, well,
1: thank you, Andy. And and you're right. I mean, so much has happened. And a lot of what we're going to explain, not everything, but a lot of what we're going to explain, we'll explain why we were on a break. Uh, but, uh, you know, life does happen. And I we want that to be an encouragement to you as well, that uh, even when life happens, um, you know, sometimes you just got to slow down, you have to say no to some things. And, Uh, As important as this podcast is to us and as much as we love it, that was one of those things we had to say, just wait on at least not know, but hold on. And uh, we're glad to be able to have some time to, to get back at it. So yeah, for us, um, you know, no, no major life updates like Andy has had, but uh, you'll hear about those in a minute, but we do have some stuff going on. And so we're, we're excited. Uh, Just personal family update we're expecting our first grandchild next spring so that's pretty awesome uh, we got we were able to share that news with our family uh, Thanksgiving so we're excited about that and uh, so my oldest daughter, who's been married for a couple of years um, they're they're expecting their first so we're excited about that. Um, also uh some other new news in addition to this podcast uh, some of you already know this. Um, Some of you have heard this news. Some of you may not have, but so I'm launching a new podcast very soon. And it's not in place of this one. It's in addition to this one, but it's very different. You know, it's not not related to church leadership, but I'd love for you to give it a listen. It's called the Pop Faith Podcast, and it's all about how our faith affects everyday life. It's how our faith, uh, you know, impacts even pop culture and uh, how we should really view everything from the lens of the gospel. And so that's what uh, that pop podcast is all about. Hopefully it's going to be a fun one and it'll launch really soon. Mark, and, I can't uh, wait.
0: I can't wait for that podcast, how you're going to bring together the multiverse of Star Trek, <laughs> Star Wars, and Transformers. It's just going to be fantastic.
1: And the MCU, okay. right? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. So, uh, well... It- Thank you, Andy, but I don't know if I'll do all that, but, but uh, we are going to be talking about stuff like that. So, you know, those of you who have heard this podcast know me, you know, I like Marvel. I like movies. We like shows. Andy and I talked a lot about the shows that we like on this podcast too. And so that's going to be kind of that end of the spectrum uh, for that podcast. Love for you to get a listen. Uh, You just search Pop Faith Podcast. It'll be on all the podcast listening uh, apps. It'll be on YouTube. Um, You can go to popfaithpodcast.com. I think that's the URL if I'm right. But, um, but we're excited about that. So a couple other things have been happening too um, on a personal note. So um, one of the reasons that podcast is delayed uh, is because I have this idea in my mind that I'm 25 years old and I'm not. I'm not 25. Obviously, I'm about to be a grandfather. And so my body does not agree with my mind. And so I went out and played football in the messy rain uh, a little over a week ago and I tore my ACL. Uh, my right knee ACL I tore my left one 15 years ago. And I imagine this rehab is going to be a little bit different than that one. So uh, that, that has hindered things for sure. And we'll talk about the holidays in a minute and what that looks like. And this has affected uh, holidays for us, but so that's, that's kind of what's going on there, but uh, I'm still going to find a way to make it to uh, the bowl game of my favorite team. So it actually happens to be in Birmingham. So Troy, Uh, My Troy Trojans are playing in Birmingham just a couple days before Christmas and uh, in the middle of celebrating Christmas with family, uh, at least some of our family is going to find a way to make it to that bowl game. We're excited about that. Another, you know, another, uh, let's see, 10 game win streak by our, my my team, which is kind of crazy. So uh, I'm just soaking that up, man. What I have learned, I know, football's not life but it teaches sometimes about life and what I've learned is we just need to soak it up and enjoy it while we can because just a couple years ago um you know we were suffering through a miserable season so uh it doesn't matter how ugly we win it doesn't matter if we don't win every game I'm just enjoying the leadership of our coach and our team it's kind of fun so that's it man that's what's happening with us we're gearing up for Christmas like all of you are too but Really, the updates that Andy is going to share have have really been more impactful um, to to him than mine, and really probably to this podcast too. So, Andy, please, uh, Mark said in, that's it. Like, mind- like that's not much.
0: Yeah, that's, a, so, that's all. Yeah. yeah, but Inquiring Minds want to know what is up yeah. with Andy Fraser. Well, uh, I was diagnosed with male pattern baldness recently, so I'm still trying to get over that, and as I'm I'm. Covering from that diagnosis, I'm walking
1: That's through some other is.
0: changes in life. So I didn't know if anybody knew that or not, but I have a receding hairline. Uh, no, uh, things have been crazy for my family this year. Uh, at the end of last year, I left the church that I'd been at almost eight years. I've been bivocational for uh, 20 plus years in my uh, 20 over 25 years of ministry. And uh, we just felt like it was time to pursue the opportunity to get back into full-time ministry and God opened the door for us uh, to kind of come full circle a church that I was at in college, a church that sent me out into ministry a church that ordained me has actually called me to be the senior pastor. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't our plan but it was his plan. I actually came to this church to serve as the transitional pastor to help them prepare for the next pastor little that I know I was doing all that for myself uh, but God was doing that. And it's been amazing to to, to be a part of uh, God, seeing a church revitalized just over the last few months. Some new life has come into the church. Some great things are happening. And it's wonderful to see that in a church that is so near and dear to me personally. So I have since retired from my business of 28 years uh, of being a horseshoe a farrier. So we've talked about that on some of the previous episodes Uh, But God has provided the opportunity for us to step into this role full time. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to be in the church that actually prepared me and gave me opportunities, but actually to come back to my hometown and to be able to serve there. That's a pretty neat thing. Um, My oldest son is preparing for a call to ministry. He's a sophomore in college. Uh, My wife is a teacher. My two other sons are, are doing great in school. So we're just... A lot of things happening in life with the family and with this new ministry role. Uh, But it's just, it's been an interesting season for us this year. A lot of the reason we haven't had time to sit down and do some of these podcasts has a lot to do with all of that happening uh, this year. So uh, next year, 2024, seems to be already uh, a little bit more of a year that's going to be a little bit more settled and and less craziness. So which meaning ministry means you can always predict the unpredictable is going to happen. So, uh, I I remember right before COVID, we're like, Hey, everything's going so great. And then boom, you know, so you just never know what's going to happen. That's right. And by the way, I'm not predicting any worldwide pandemic. I'm not a prophet or a son of a prophet or anything. So don't put definitely don't want to go through that again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, so there's, there's a lot of changes there. Uh, I still get to start with Mark and some other uh, great brothers and, and sisters in our state here in Alabama and helping equip churches and disciple making. So we, we're we still doing that. We've been doing some events this year, Mark, that have been just fantastic, haven't we? Uh, yeah. We've been able to go to some local churches and bring uh, pastors and church leaders together for a day of equipping and fun. And uh, we we have really, really enjoyed that, haven't we? That's right. I mean, I think... I think that's been
1: one of my favorite things of the year, honestly, uh, because we talk about it at these events. They're called Disciple Link, and uh, and really the goal is to encourage, like Andy said, have some fun and equip them a little bit. Uh, but you know, as as church leaders, as as pastors, as staff members, as lay leaders, we don't often think about planning fun. <laughs> hmm. We got so much to do. We just we skip it. We skip we skip fun. We skip. Building into relationships. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. But uh we just decided let's let's just plan it for people. And so we did. It's been awesome. We gave a, a black stone grill away. Yeah. Pretty wow. fun. Pretty fun. And yeah, so pickleball,
0: uh, uh, cornhole, different versions of cornhole that I've never played before with different size bags. Honey bag cornhole. Fun. Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell yeah. you. Yeah. It's been it's been great. Uh I've had a lot of fun this year. As a matter of fact, uh, just a few weeks ago here at the new church I was at, it was a fun Sunday. I really, if you want to talk about life updates, I can't leave out what yes, happened just so, a few weeks ago here.
1: So listen, those of you listening and watching, you've heard of art imitating life. So this is a case of life almost imitating art, a, a song really? that, that really? I, have, I have grown up
0: listening to. So yes, yeah, take it away. Yeah, on a Saturday I get a text from our head maintenance guy here at the church that there is a squirrel loose and they can't get him wrangled in. So, and as a matter of fact, he was confined to the area behind uh the stage where the choir is. So, also known as a marmot. In my mind, I'm crazy enough to think, Lord please let this squirrel come out right in the middle of our worship service (laughs) i would want nothing more than this to happen i mean because in my mind the first thing i think of as mark mentioned is that old ray Stevens song uh and i couldn't avoid it it was just like an elephant in the room even though it was a tiny squirrel uh i i got up that sunday morning and where I normally do an introduction to my sermon, I told everybody, Hey, I've been praying for God to move in our church and for people to be active and involved in worship. And I think God's answered that prayer. There is a squirrel (laughs) loose in our church and you could have, I mean, you, you would have not believed some of the looks that I got. I mean, eyes as big as saucers, chins hanging on the ground and people laughing and poking each other in the shoulder. And I assured them that I have no clue where that squirrel is at this moment. It could (laughs) could come anytime. So be awake during the service. Be alert. Yeah. (laughs) We did find the little guy the next day. He had crawled into some wiring and got electrocuted and and passed away. So, uh, but it was, that was a fun, fun Sunday, memorable Sunday. Question. uh, That I will never, ever forget. Here's the question.
1: So obviously the Ray Steven song, the day the squirrel went berserk in the Mm -hmm. first, what is it? In the first, uh. Oh man,
0: it was somewhere in Mississippi. That's all I remember. Yeah. A
1: little town, Pascagoula. But anyway, um, so, so here's what I want to ask. Did, did you also imitate art in another way? And did you have a funeral for said squirrel, much like a funeral for a bird on the office? I mean, did you have that? No, unfortunately (laughs) we
0: did not. So I'm just going to tell you, you missed a great opportunity. Yeah. It was disposed (laughs) of before, uh, before any, anybody could get a hold of it or do anything like that. So, but yeah, that's, that's been fun. That's awesome. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier about that event and how we want to integrate fun and in some of the things that we do and equipping pastors and church leaders. And, and we love the fact that it gets people together. It puts them in community. It allows them opportunity to interact and hear each other's stories and share life together kind of a thing. And, you know, that's some of the things that you and I were talking about uh, recently, and we felt like it might be good to share a little bit about that today. Maybe some ways that we as as Christians, as disciples of Jesus, as leaders in the local church, some things that we can do to kind of close out the year or uh, redeem the holidays. Uh, so, so Mark, what are some of those things that maybe you're thinking that, that you would like to share?
1: Absolutely. So I think anytime we think about seasons, um, as leaders, as church leaders, I think it, in in my mind, I think about opportunities. And mm. so there's always an opportunity to leverage. Um, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good. Sometimes it's a challenge that becomes an opportunity. But I think, I think of making it count because, you know, we only have Christmas time once a year. We only have kind of this, what I call this dead period really in church ministry once a year. Now, some of your churches may ramp up uh, activities, at least right before Christmas. But, uh, some of you are like ours that you intentionally simplify the calendar, but regardless, you're going to have a dead period. Even if you've got a lot of activity before Christmas, there's that lull after. And so I think I always think of how can I make it count? Uh, because there's going to be more time. There's going to be less people probably in your church office. If you, if you go to the office, um, you know, less, less events after Christmas. And so even if it's just three days, Four days, whatever. How do you make that count? And so, um, I think about a couple things personally and in ministry. One, I think about leaning into relationships. And so, Andy and I were talking before we hit record today. And one thing I've realized is um, I I haven't had as much time around Andy and around other other brothers and sisters in Christ that I normally do this time of year. And so, I've made it, you know. Kind of, I've been intentional the le- last few days to make sure that that's beginning to happen as our calendar kind of winds down. And so for me, that's vital. I mean, for me personally, and just a spiritual health uh, mindset that is so vital for me because you know I tend to to struggle with that seasonal, you know, kind of lull and that that period of just you know, there's nothing to explain it other than, you know, chemically or or seasonally or whatever. It's just kind of getting down, down in the dumps, you know, the blues. And so I know that I need to lean into those relationships more this time of year. And so that's one way I would say um, I would encourage all of the people watching and listening, make sure you are intentional to lean in those relationships that you know encourage you and and breathe life into you this time of year. That's one way.
0: That is a great thing, Mark. Uh, I think we tend to remove ourselves and isolate ourselves because of the busyness of the season, especially leading a local church where around people so much. My default mode is to isolate. Uh, I'm more of an introvert, so I I get energy from being by myself. But at the same time, that's a dangerous thing for us in ministry to seclude ourselves and be on an island, especially in times and seasons like this. Because there's so much going on. There's so much ministry opportunity, as you say, it can almost be taxing and overwhelming to us to extend ourselves and to do all of these things because you're mixing ministry with all of these family obligations. You know, I mean, there's just a lot to do. There's also, like you said, a lot of opportunities. Uh, You mentioned some things to do personally, relationally. Uh, I think as a church, I think it's something very similar is lean into the fact that you have a a built-in support system right there. Uh, if you're plugged into a small group, you know, lean into that small group. Make sure your small group gets together more than one time during the holiday season. I know it's busy, but make time to do that. As a matter of fact, it's probably less important this time of year to make sure you get together for these super spiritual reasons, and it's probably just as important to get together and have fun and hang out. Uh, because we all go to those gatherings or those uh, family events where we're probably uh, in our mind, we'd rather be somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> so it's fun to be around people that we enjoy being around. Find those people that you enjoy being around that give you life and, and be around them. And I think uh, at the same that, time, I was going to say, Andy, I think at the same time,
1: it's okay to say no to some things too. Yeah, absolutely. And that was um, don't feel like you got to be at every event in your
0: church. Yeah. 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 Uh, we, we're on the same vein because we tend to finish each other's sandwiches. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's what I was going to say. So, uh, but no, you've got to be careful not to say yes to very, to everything. Uh, there needs to be a limit, and you need to understand, you know, what I've learned this season of ministry for me is it's not the time that you give to stuff, but it's also the energy you give to stuff. Those two things go hand in hand. And I mean, you can have your, Life calendared out and scheduled and programmed, and you can even have margin in there. But if you're giving so much energy over here that when you get home, you're not the best husband or dad you can be, then, you know, you need to do something, shift those priorities. So you've got to say no to some things. You absolutely have to. You can't be all and do all. I mean, that's that's only Jesus. He's the only one who can do that for us. Uh, But even as a church. You can say no to some things, but there are a lot of things we can say yes to that are just low hanging fruit this time of year. Uh, As we are recording this tonight, there's a local Christmas parade in town and our church is opening its doors up after the Christmas parade to have hot cocoa and cookies for anybody who wants to come in. No obligation, just a, just a simple way to minister to our community. So, I mean, there's, there's easy ways that you can just be thoughtful and caring this time of year as a, as a. Body of believers to reach out to your community or to minister even to those within your church family. Uh, so just sit around with your leaders and prayerfully consider ways that your church can say yes to some things, but not everything. What are some things that would be the most helpful things for your church to say yes to? And then be willing to uh, whittle your calendar down and say no to some things because everybody is going to be so busy this time of year. And you know as well as I do. Uh, people are going to be where they want to be. What is a priority to them? Right.
1: And, and I think, you know, another, another way that I would encourage you to kind of take advantage of the, the lull, so to speak in the calendar, maybe this is after Christmas, but um, I think it's a great opportunity for leaders in the church to think through how to intentionally plan to pour into other leaders next year. So, you know, what I do every year is I evaluate, okay, you know, what have we done? What have we not done? What have we done? Well, what what do we need to improve on? What's, what's, it's not working, what's working, those kind of things. But what I've, what I've really kind of, I guess learned over the last couple of years is that my energy level this time of year, my frustrations, if I have any, which I always do at this time of year. And, you know, my, uh, my disappointments with whatever ministry is going on usually is related to the fact that I did not spend enough time and energy pouring into other leaders. Right. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, if I, if I could encourage you with anything that I have learned um, over the last couple of years, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to intentionally plan even more. I did it this year, but I'm going to do it even more next year. I want to plan time and, and space and margin so that, I can pour into leaders who are leading other leaders um, because if if I do that, if I focus on that as a, as a church leader, as a pastor next year, at this time, there's still going to be frustrations. There's still going to be things that I wish had happened a different way, but, but I believe I will have more energy and I'll have more passion probably uh, than most years because I will have seen leaders step up where they hadn't in the past. And
0: so that's just what I would encourage you just from what God's teaching me um, over these last couple of years too. That's good stuff. I know all of us have stuff that we look forward to this time of year during the holidays, you know, uh, certain foods, certain meals, certain gatherings, you know, certain traditions that we all have in our family or in our church. I mean, it's a, it is a wonderful time of year for us personally to really reflect and evaluate also leadership and organization, and our churches, you know, to kind of plan and look forward to next year, what God's going to do. But uh, don't miss out on the simplicity of what this is all about. I mean, it's all about Jesus. I know it's so tempting for us to, even in ministry, to get caught up in the busyness and the craziness and the consumeristic uh, mindset. So uh, my encouragement is to just uh, focus on Jesus. Amen. Uh, and, and I know that that sounds elementary and simplistic, but I have to remind myself of that, uh, quite often to lead myself, lead my family and lead my church to continue our focus on Jesus and just following him as disciples and making disciples. That's right. I mean, that
1: ultimately that's, if that's all you did, uh, man, that's, that's, that's awesome because I'm, I'm with you, Andy. It's so easy to to lose sight. I mean, look, if you're a pastor, you've preached on the incarnation of Christ countless times, probably. I mean, you know, how many ever years you've been in ministry, that's how many, you know, sermon series probably you've done that are related around the incarnation of Jesus. And so we've done it, but man, it's easy to miss, isn't it? It's easy to miss the fact that God became flesh, right? He, he sent his only son and he entered this sin cursed world for us. And, uh, and for his glory. And uh, that's just, it's something that I don't think I'll ever get over. And if I do get over it, I've missed the boat. And I I think you're right. I think in the middle of this chaos and in the middle of the, you know, rising costs of gifts that we continue to buy, even though we can't afford them, if we could just sit in that, man, how valuable that would be. Absolutely. Well, I've enjoyed our return, Mark. It's been good. I have enjoyed the return, man. I'm so thankful uh, that we get to do this. And uh, you've heard Andy and I say this before, but this is one of our favorite things in ministry. It has been, uh, what, four years now? Has it been four years? Yeah. And so God continues to give us grace and allow us to do this. And he continues to give grace and and allow us to have you watching and listening. So yeah, we're thankful uh,
0: that you joined us for today's episode and conversation for sure. Well, we hope uh, just this simple return of a podcast has been encouraging and helpful to you as you lead in the local church and as you are a disciple who follows Christ and helps others to be disciples who follow Christ faithfully, too. We hope you have a great Christmas season, holiday season, end of the year, and a great beginning to your new year next year. And we look forward to another podcast coming very soon. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app.